everybody. What's going on? It's Jeff Gerstmann. We are in the building with Jason A. Stryker. Yo, Hello. How's it going, Jeff? Good. We have a special guest. Disney Interactive's own. <laughs> the, the legendary, the world traveler. <laughs> yeah. John G. Vignocchi is in the building. People don't believe, you know, on my trivia page on Giant Bomb, people don't believe that my middle initial, like, claims his middle initial is G. It is. Gallagher. Gallagher. JGV. Yeah. JGV. And are you like a, and you're like are you like a junior or is your dad no, a, a no, John? No. Yeah, he is John K. Vignaki. Okay. I'm John G. Vignaki. Okay, so my it was a mother's maiden name is Gallagher. Okay. I, I, I guess it's a lot of personal detail. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, this is like we're already taking the deep dive. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget, behind me is Disney PR's own Joy Fox to hey, make Joy. sure that I don't say anything <laughs> stupid. Hi Joy. <laughs> Which would be great to be able to watch this and read her face. Let's talk about what's the craziest thing you saw while developing NBA ballers. Uh, <laughs> the craziest thing I saw while working at NBA ballers was, oh, actually, you weren't there, but John Robinson, who used to write mm-hmm. for IGN, was there. It was when... Um, He's a, is he still at ESPN now? Uh, I he? think, yeah, he might be. Yeah, um, Part of the family, then. We were at a party. Part of the Disney crew. He's we were, in Infinity 4. <laughs> we were at a party that Nike was having, and I got introduced to Vince Carter, who licked my face. Excellent. Like from from my jaw up to the so side. Long, that was like prolonged lick, not just like a taste. It was like I was like, "Hi, I'm John. It's nice to meet you." Like he just straight up licked my face. Like did not say hello. <laughs> just like that was his one response. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, and then later on that night, we saw him driving off in a Bentley. Like <laughs> we we're like, "Yeah, that guy's having a good time." <laughs> okay. Was, All right. That's a fun moment. In time. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So now you are, uh, I guess, is it vice president? What is your actual title these from, days? Yeah, uh, vice president of production. I got yeah. promoted to VP almost, geez, almost a year ago now. Congrats. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and so, and you've been heading up the Infinity Project since before its announcement. Yeah, one guy, one guy on a. Or on I'm a, sorry, a head, I'm sorry, not heading up is is yeah. Yeah, that's well, obviously. Just, I hate it, like because you know what, like I do one thing. Yep. A lot of people do other things too. So I just you know I'm I'm part of a team. Yes. But they do happen to put my dumb face in front of cameras and yeah, I was gonna. You, you've kind of become one of the faces uh, <laughs> for uh, you're basically like you're the human equivalent of Mickey Mouse. Is that uh, true that's or false? Interesting. That's true or false? Oh, <laughs> huh. That's that's flattering. Yeah. Um. Someone did an interview with me the other day, and I thought it was just going to be like a random standard interview. Yeah. Um. But then it appeared in the Chicago Tribune. It was like a it was like a personal profile. Oh, oh I, I I saw that. I was That's yeah. Because yeah. we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. Like I was I was really I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. Um. And then my parents were like, you know, well at least you're not in the water, <laughs> <laughs> the police water. Yeah. It's like, and you said, hey, give it time. Yeah. You know, there's still <laughs> yeah, still exactly. plenty of time after hanging out with you two guys. Right. <laughs> you know, by the end of this. Uh, but that probably won't make. The Chicago blotter. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it exactly. depends. It depends. It'll, it'll be national news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, this is this. I imagine has been a crazy ride leading up to this moment, uh, releasing Infinity 3.0 and like getting all this Star Wars stuff. Like, how long was the Star Wars stuff in the works? Or like, I mean, huh. obviously. When the buyout happened, this is probably you were thinking like, okay, well, well now we're gonna get Star Wars in the game. Well, also, I mean, like, get the every, wheels turning. Yeah. So everyone celebrated like. Like, oh, we could possibly do this. But then the reality is, I mean, when you think about Lucasfilm pre-acquisition, they had lots of great relationships with developers that right. created games in the kids and family space. Like, it's, you know, the obviously the guys at, at TT had made incredible Lego Star Wars games. So, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't a slam dunk that, oh, but now we're going to be able to put 
uh, all the Infinity character or all the Star Wars characters inside of Infinity. We actually had to go and pitch. So, okay. Yeah. Um, wow. okay. yeah so we went and pitched. So this is this would be late 2013. So if you can imagine, kind of where it's at is is Infinity had launched in August, the first version. Yeah. Um, and the way that these games work, like it's not it's the Toys to Life game games. You don't know whether or not they're going to be huge hits until after after holiday. They're more they they mature more like a toy line does as opposed right, to like a right. standard video game where it's like oh if that hit and it's in the top five and it stays in the top five you, you know it. this thing's gonna yeah our stuff actually has a has a way longer tail and of course it, it crescendos uh, at at holiday so. Anyway, Infinity One had been put out, in, and we weren't sure where, where it was going to go with that. And then, at the same time, we had been working on um, the sequel tentatively mm-hmm. um, because we weren't sure whether or not this thing was going to hit. Uh, that had the integrate the Marvel superheroes. Yeah. And then in November, I went and pitched to um, the team at Lucasfilm up in the uh, up at the Presidio here, mm-hmm. and um, just basically came in and said, you know, here's why we would like to integrate these characters into Infinity. Here's how. And initially, we had only pitched the uh, characters from Episode Seven because it, it basically had been announced. Right, there's going to be a new Star Wars film coming out, and uh, so we had said that we want to do that. And then basically, the Lucasfilm team was like, "No, you you will do characters across the entire <laughs> Star Wars saga." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, so I guess. Yeah, I and guess so, we'll do the. Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, if you <laughs> yeah, want like, us oh, to I'm have a Han Solo <laughs> figure, I guess we could do that. Yeah." And so it was fun. So, like, when you guys were playing, actually, the other day when you had done the quick look, um, the characters that you kept on referring to as characters from Clone Wars oh, we had were no actually idea. characters yeah. from Star Wars. Well, first Oops. of all, I just get, I'll just i say right now, like, live as we're sitting here talking, like, thank you guys for even taking a look at it. Like, that was that was really, really cool. Hmm. Um, and I just – I appreciate that you guys did that because I don't think – I think this year more than ever – Infinity is something that that's appealing to a wider audience than we ever expected because we made this for for six to twelve year olds primarily. But right. it's cool to be able to see guys like you who are primarily core gamers and Giant Bomb is primarily a core uh, core site. Hmm. You know, actually be able to take a look at it. So thanks for thanks for doing that. Well, it seems like I mean you must hear. I mean, obviously parents need to get involved with a, a toy with this sort of thing for it right. to like truly take off and have legs. You probably have to make something that parents aren't going to, it's not going to drive them crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so. our thing is like, um, we want gamer moms and gamer dads to play with their kids. Right. Um, we like, the thing is that across this is, now this is going to sound like, you know, corporate speak, but here's, here's the emotion behind what we're trying to do on the team. Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, when you go to a Disney park or when you go and see a Disney film, um, you know, as a family, you create memories together. And so as interactive, we want to make sure that our games like with infinity has the ability to bring the family together to create an experience that, can eventually create these Disney memories, even though it's through a video game, right? mm-hmm. family playing together. And so what was unique about Star Wars is because it does span, you know, 30 years of, of cinema and it's, you know, multi-generational. Yeah. And yeah. we're doing all those different characters that now gamer moms and gamer dads have, you know, this is this. That's what I was trying to say at the Sony thing. Right. Yeah. You know, here's X-Wings and Tauntauns. And yeah. 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 More. You got like, t- <laughs> <laughs> you got touchstones that make sense for them. Yeah. That it, like, I guess like Marvel had some of that. Yeah. You know, it's like obviously like comic books and that sort of stuff like go way back and, and you'd run into that to to a certain extent as well. But not like Star Wars. Well, it's just, yeah. I mean, you've got – that's why I was, I was like bringing up the Star Wars Rebels things, right? <laughs> because it's yeah. like, you know, Star Wars Rebels is a new animated series. And mm-hmm. then our starter pack comes with 
And it's funny because we, we caught a lot of heat in the beginning. They're like, oh, well, they're putting the episodes one through three in the starter pack because they're, they want to make everyone buy the episodes four <laughs> through six. And it's like, no, actually, that's not what it was. The thinking behind it was episodes one through three is more relevant to our target audience of six to 12-year-olds. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so they're way more familiar with the animated series and, and with you know, and, Clone Wars. And, and those animated series have been like wildly successful. They, they are right? successful. I mean, yeah, I, I think sure. like even people that, that didn't like those movies from that era still ended up liking the the series to yeah. a certain extent. Yeah, and so that's anyway, that's why we did those characters from Rebels to go you know rewind way back to your original question. So we were they're like, you know, you're gonna do everything across the saga. And so we're like, all right, cool. And then Rebels was in development. We hadn't seen anything. Oh really? But they're like, we've got a new animated series and we'd love to have um, characters from the animated series added to Infinity over time, and so we said, "Sure, you know, we'll start with with these four characters and, mm-hmm. and then see where we go." So, Great. yeah, it's been a wild ride, um, and just seeing kind of how it was coming together, and then you know, like you and I, here's some great insider uh, mm-hmm. baseball. You and I were at Dice. Yep. You have, I think you still have, maybe it's on your Instagram or it's on your Facebook that picture of you with that burrito. Yes, that big gigantic burrito. That huge burrito. I was hungover. Yes, we were, we were try, trying to eat that. I ended up eating that whole thing. I think you were <laughs> you were like, I'm trying to slim down a little bit. I'm not eating this whole thing. I'm like, whatever, dude. All. Oh. Um, I know. I love it when we have like the yeah. fat guy conversations. Like you're like, whatever. I'll just go eat this whole. I'm ashamed eat this whole thing. Um, I think it was it was either the night before or that night was when we had the meeting with Ninja Theory. Mm-hmm. We had dinner, um, and it's like you know, okay, here's a shot in the dark. These guys make like total, you know, core M-rated games. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll ask and see if they'll they'll be interested in working on Infinity. You know, Star Wars is pretty cool, so so maybe that'll be great for them. But you know, they're they're great at like lightsabers and lightsaber combat. And yeah. then sure enough, that night we all walked out of there and they're like, yeah, we we understand what you're trying to do with this idea of creating memories through games. A lot of us grew up wanting to make games that our friends would play. Um, but now a bunch of us at, at Ninja Theory are married and have kids. And so to be able to work on a game that we can play with our kids now is something that's important to us as a company. Sure. And so that was yeah. kind of a, kind of an interesting moment. Like we never thought we had a shot, but that, that, uh, that happened. And of course the burrito that you ate right before. <laughs> so, so was acquiring Ninja Theory just like a shot in the dark or we, was there a conscious effort to try and make like, you know, combat a, a little more involving to, to perhaps like rope in more core gamers? Yeah. No, I, I don't know if it was about, the intent wasn't about roping in core gamers, but the intent was basically, okay, look, we got to put lightsabers, or we're going to put lightsabers in the game um, now that we've been given permission to do this. Um, okay, who would make sense if you were, you know, even like anyone that's listening, like if you were a fan and you take a look at all the independent developers that are out there, who would you go after to, you know, integrate lightsabers into, you know, who would you want to make your own Star Wars game? Now right, imagine. Right. You know, you're you're us, and you're like, okay, um, you know, who who would be the right person? So, you know, like platinum would be a lot of fun, right? Totally. Um, yeah. And then uh, Ninja Theory was the other one that that sprung to mind, and um, we we you know we we talked with both groups, and but Ninja Theory ended up being the one that um, that we went with, and and we're glad they're they're like family. That's great. Yeah, and it seems like that's been the approach. Uh, I mean, more so. Was there any of that in 2.0? Was there any kind of like reaching out to external developers, or is, is 3.0 really where that stuff started really happening? Like, I think 3.0 has given us the optics more than any other version that we've done because of the the names of the independent studios, like how big they are right, in yeah. terms of you know quality of game and reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, 
with Infinity 1 and with Infinity 2, there's a great uh, studio in Brighton in the UK called Studio Gobo, which was actually uh, formed out of the ashes of BlackRock, which was an internally Mm -hmm. owned Disney studio that, you know, like old Disney management after they put out, you know, split second, they pure great games, great Metacritic, um, but there was a restructuring and a refocus, Uh so... That studio had been um, shut down by by prior management, mm-hmm. um, and then you know basically as we're like okay, well we need help shipping Infinity One and Infinity Two. Um, a whole bunch of guys from uh, BlackRock formed Studio Gobo, and then we're like, we have experience working with you guys. We know how great your games are, mm-hmm. so we'd love for you guys to be the first studio that comes on. And so now over the years, we've had a, an opportunity to work with. Tony and Tom and, and everyone at that studio to, and they've been working on infinity just and doing a great job. So it's fun because that's like a studio that we've, we've nurtured a little bit. And I think that they've done a, a really great job and continue to do a great job. And then of course you've got the, the big names like Ninja theory and sumo and yeah. United front games yeah. that are all a part of it too. So yeah, that's been uh, interesting to see like actually making good on it. Not just from like the content. I mean, you think about the content, you think about like the toy box and stuff like infinity as a platform and, you know, everyone talks about their game as like, this is a platform. This right. is going to last and do this. But like, really seeing is. other developers develop on this right. platform yes. uh, puts yes. that in context in a way that like you don't really see out of many other games. Like, I, 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 that's wonderful to hear you say because that's that was totally the intent. I mean, we were like, yes, we're a platform. We're a platform for all things Disney, which means, you know, we've got sure, characters yeah. and content from across the company. But you, when you start talking about being a platform for developers... And almost taking a bit of a page um, out of out of Google with Android and mm-hmm. saying, you know, okay, here is 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 our tool set. Here's our tool chain. Here's what it can do. Um, and then giving it to those guys, and you know, they spend three or four months when we onboard a new studio. They spend three or four months getting to understand the tool set and the tool chain and how to do things. That's why when we made the announcement at PAX that Ninja Theory yeah. was going to be working on Infinity, right. people were like, "Well, that's weird." Because um, this is, remember, this is like the Marvel time frame. Yeah. And so the first thing that they had cut their teeth on was integrating characters into 2.0 so they understand how our rigs worked and how we actually put those characters together, mm-hmm. what moves and animations that they need. And then another big contingent of their studio was already working on Star Wars content yeah. and how the lightsaber oh, wow. is going to work. But obviously, like when you make the announcement, you can't say, "Hey, right. they're obviously right. obviously they're doing lightsaber combat because it's right. Ninja Theory." Right. Exactly. What would you think we would get them for? So instead, it probably seems like it, it probably seems like a weird project, and they're right. like, "Yeah, yeah, we're rigging up characters." It's like yeah. you guys do way more than rig up characters. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's fun. It's, yeah, it's been so. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, and hopefully it doesn't stop soon. Yeah, and it seems like crazy. Nice, nice to have a job, right? Yeah, good to have a steady gig. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not like strapping money to yourself and getting on an airplane or anything like that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just cause, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a crime, crime craft. Oh, whatever. Enough of that. Oh goodness. Yes, that's great. I got an. I got a bunch of angry. I, no, I, I got a bunch of emails from someone who was working on that game that was not you, uh, leaking me stuff. Uh, about when? Uh, this was when you were still at that development at, at like oh, Vogster really? or whatever. Yeah, whatever. They were telling me about how like how like mob run stuff was, and it was just like <laughs> they had all this crazy stories. And we ended up, I ended up saying some of it on a podcast at some point. <laughs> and then you got a, a, someone followed you home. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I remember you writing to me at the time. You maybe you forgot that. I remember you writing me and I go, yeah, people think I'm just leaking everything to you guys. And I'm like, yeah, it's not you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, yeah. but I do remember my parents saying, "We are so glad 
that you decided to take a job at Disney. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. That seems like a really great company for you to work at. Like, thanks, Bob. Thanks, yeah, Bob. That's- yeah. And so, obviously, it seems like, you know, Disney's, like, desire or, or, or like, what, what Disney does in the video game space has changed quite a lot. You talk, you talk about kind of earlier management and stuff like that. You, yeah. You know, there were there was kind of a wider portfolio for a while of individual products. Sure. And now it seems like a lot of that stuff gets licensed out, and then Infinity is kind of the the main, or I guess like is it is in, the, the, the only con- internal in the, thing well, in the console space? No, I mean there's still there is like a, mobile. There's still mobile. mobile stuff, sure. There's social. There's Club Penguin. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the console stuff, it's it's primarily Infinity. Um, there's some other small uh, digital projects that people are putting out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just kind of uh, dipping the toe in how digital distribution works for different sure. platforms. But certainly on console, kind of Infinity is is the uh, is the, is the is the play for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Not bringing back that Pirates of the Caribbean game, then man. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, is um, I know you know the backstory, but for anyone listening, the game director on that was a guy by the name of Alex Peters. Mm-hmm. And Alex Peters would, after propaganda was shut down, and that was really tough for me too, because you know I cared so much about you know Tron, yep. and then also that Pirates of the Caribbean RPG. So Alex would go, he goes off to a, uh, another developer. I think he's at THQ, and he worked on the Warhammer thing. And then he sent me an email during the uh, like during the Infinity One time frame, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey. Moving to Santa Monica, mm. and I'm like, "Where are you working?" And he's like, "I'm your ultimate competitor." So you have to imagine Alex. So Alex is VP of production on Skylanders, mm-hmm. and so Alex and I know each other so incredibly well because I was his producer while he was game directing Pirates of the Caribbean: Armada of the Dam. Yeah, and now we're like total, we're like we're enemies, but you know, frenemies, right? I mean, sure. we're still friends professionally outside of work, or right? Yeah, you say it, but like. Yeah. It's, it seems like – I feel like the game industry is really good at not getting too petty about that sort of stuff because everyone works everywhere on yeah, the development side. Right. So it seems like the friendships seem to last even when people are working <laughs> on competing produ- products. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, he's really, really fun. And I, I'm always like, uh, yeah, you know, would you like any Disney characters to be in there? <laughs> It'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, obviously like the the toys to life space. I hear uh, you guys whenever you say that you laugh at each other. Oh, I guess this is a thing now. Well, no, it's 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 not <laughs> laughing that it's a thing. It's laughing that I think the term "toys to life" is really silly. Right? Uh, uh, what would you call it? I, mean, I, I th- it's, I'm open yeah, to like it you know, I know. Yeah, I, I just I don't have a great replacement other than figurines that work with your video game. So I <laughs> on figure DLC. Yeah, that, we call that them. Great. We call them internally uh, interactive game pieces. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but I, you know, it's hard to say. Like, and the interactive game pieces. Market. Oh, IGPs. Yeah. yeah okay. IG, yeah. So that's what, yeah, that's what we call them. But um, uh, you know, then I think EDAR or MPD, one of those guys, put out a report, and they came up with their own terminology as mm. well. And so then oh, everyone's okay. trying to figure out exactly how to say it. Yeah. Now. Well, it's, it's always hard. Like when a new genre comes along, or like a, when a developer, when someone puts out a product and tries to also label it as an all new genre. I think the temptation on our side is to not use it because it's clearly them <laughs> trying to get their thing out to right, as many people right. as possible. So like it seems like that was like the Activision term yeah. uh, was toys to life, and it, and it, I just never came up with anything, anything better. So, <laughs> dude, it's like, stuck. do you guys remember when GTA was considered a racing game? Right. Like, yeah. No. Oh, sure. it's, yeah. Games were. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, this driving game, Grand Theft Auto. Right. Like no, not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah but, but not. No. 
Yeah. Not really. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like, you know, Skylanders was was out a bit ahead of Infinity yeah. uh, and it's still trucking, trucking, literally trucking along yeah, with great vehicles. Game. Great game. Great team. Uh, and then now Lego. Lego Dimensions. Warner and Lego getting into it. Yeah. And obviously, like, Nintendo has this crazy side door with Amiibo. And then Amiibos, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that anyone else will get in at this point that like when i look at like the landscape for this stuff i feel like the obvious plays like the the ones that make the most sense are being made you know it's like you look at the lego stuff you're like of course they already make the figures like why wouldn't you at some point merge and marry that stuff nintendo did this weird thing activision created its you know robot dragon stuff (laughs) uh do you think that uh, you, when you when you look at the like the landscape for this stuff, do you think it's like that there's room for way more people to get in, or do you look at it and go like this, this is getting what's uh, interesting? The three way fight with Nintendo doing its own crazy stuff. Yeah, what's interesting is that the um, I think some of the toy companies that have tried to do it have struggled because ultimately it's about making a great game, mm-hmm. and sometimes maybe the the developers that they've employed to try to make those games for them haven't made the best games in the world. And that's why some of the toy companies have actually struggled to get into the market. So that's so there's that. Yeah. Then with the actual game companies doing it, what's interesting, I, so I said this to Greg Miller this morning, um, I had said, uh, it's kind of like, do you remember MMOs? Yes. Like back in 2003, 2004, it was like you were, you were EverQuest or you were World of Warcraft because they had become so big you went to one or the other, or I guess you were you were you were EverQuest, and then you went to Warcraft. Right, either you left EQ or you were like one of the new players that jumped on board when WoW came out, exactly. and then you never even knew what EverQuest was. And or something. so, yeah, and so, and to me, it feels like you know, with Infinity, what's so special is that that's the only Toys to Life experience where you're going to be able to play with Marvel, Pixar, Disney, Star Wars, mm-hmm. and whatever else we end up putting in it over time. Sure. Yep. So, if you can imagine as a parent or as a kid, it's like, well. If I want to ever play with Iron Man, I can only ever do it over here. And so that's a competitive advantage for us. Sure. And I think that now that we're on the third iteration and we have this, you know, we're going to have over 100 playable characters inside of Infinity by the time we're done with 3.0's life cycle. And then you look at the other guys, when you look at um, uh, Skylanders and how many characters they have right. in their stable, a uh, little bit different because that's all original IP. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you take a look at uh, uh, Lego. And so Lego's coming with Dimensions, which looks fantastic. And then they have their IP. I mean, they're definitely now... They're all um, over the place as far as their IPs. Are, yeah, there's, their, there's their licenses, a, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, and it's and some of it, from what I've seen, is not even Warner Brothers IP, right? right. There's Simpsons in there. Right, and, yeah, um, yeah. They, they seem to just have gone out and, you know, I mean, I imagine the Lego name opens a lot of doors. Sure. Not that the Warner name doesn't, right. but, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know they're they're kind of getting out there and seeing what they can find. They, their approach seems interesting and different. Like for me, the thing there's two things about Lego Dimensions that like make it really interesting, but also break it. One, I don't like any of the Lego games. Kind of never have. So when they take one of those and then say like now buy figures for it, I'm like nah, I'm cool. Right. Uh, but Midway Arcade Pack. Yeah. Like <laughs> at, like the most left field yeah. license in the world is just like. Am I going to play Paperboy in this thing with well, Lego Paperboy? I was uh, so, like, here's the thing. Um, I was surprised. So I'm excited to play it. And I'm totally going to buy it and check it out. Like, I was just wondering, like, who are they talking to with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's left over there? Right. Like, like with, when we it's, talk about it's hey, literally it's- the Midway logo on it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I recognize that and go, yes, absolutely. But yeah. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but I mean, you know, earlier on in this conversation, I was like, hey, thanks. You guys are core gamers and you checked out. 
you know what, what's 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 intended to be a game for six to twelve year olds for kids and family. I don't know, you know, when I think of my little brother who's who's eleven years old, like he knows Midway because that's where Johnny used to work. Uh-huh. That's where he got his shot, yeah, and, and at making games. So like Defender and Robotron and and was Spy Hunter one of them too? I think so. Huh. I don't know. It's weird. Like the figure is just like gamer kid, and it's like a kid with a Mountain Dew or something, right? Yeah. It's like wow. It's a weird. It's weird. I don't well, know. Even if you don't like it, I'll tell you that TT. Those guys make awesome games. No, I mean they're super well received every time they yeah. come out, I mean, and every like one of those I, I, Lego game sells you know whatever it is six million units or something. Right. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly like a lot of people are interested in those Lego games. Yeah. For sure. I mean, and they're great. But I think that again, like to bring it back to Infinity, what's our competitive advantage? It's that you know the Walt Disney Company owns all of this IP. Right. The only place you're going to have it is is inside of Infinity, which is. Which is pretty exciting. Also a daunting task. Yeah. I mean, you kind of get to be, I mean, obviously, you know, well, okay, let me ask. Like, I remember talking to you early on in the Infinity process when it was still maybe a little less proven than it is now. Sure. It seemed like you were going into pitch meetings with, like, the stakeholders for, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. or just like these different. (laughs) Jerry Burke. You know, obviously, you said, you know, you had to pitch to Lucas and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like now that it's pretty well established and you know it's it's a tentpole uh, now. <laughs> corporate priority, uh, yeah, it's a corporate company. priority. That's now awesome. at, at that point, is it are these conversations super easy? You just go like, "Hey, we want an Indiana Jones," and they go, "Okay." Or like, do you still have? Is it still um, a pitch? It's it's easier. Mm-hmm. It depends actually on the um, your deck is shorter. It, I imagine. Yeah. It well, it depends who you're talking to, right? Because if you're talking to someone that's that's maybe unfamiliar with infinity like say a jj abrams right that's going to take a lot more explanation even though you know he's a gamer and knows about video games but that's going to take more explanation about what is infinity what is the the brand conceit of infinity why should your characters be a part of this that kind of thing so but then with other guys like pixar disney animation studios even Parks and Resorts, um, mm-hmm. Disney Channel, Disney XD, they're more like, okay, yeah, we know what Infinity is. They're coming to you. Here's yeah. what our priorities are. Uh, is there any place within your development slate where we could have our characters and our content represented in the platform? Mm. And so then, you know, we were. So you have them pitching you then at that well, point. I don't want to make it sound like that, but yeah. I mean, it's it, we've got a franchise team that sets up all those meetings. We sure. have conversations, yeah. and it's definitely. Um, it's definitely a lot of fun. It's it, it's changed from hey, can we please put yeah. <laughs> to uh, okay, let's actually let's let's break down the business now and let's figure out when and where and why. This is provable. This is we should do this. <laughs> yeah, Tron. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. I heard you bring that up. Oh so God, you're yeah. a fan of all things Tron. Yeah, as, no, as I, I am too. I. Yeah, Tron's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, wish we could put more content in. Yeah. Well, so what was behind the decision to make all of the Tron vehicles some of the most expensive unlocks in the game? So they- <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you people? That's clever. That's clever. Um, so okay. So the way that that worked was um, they were <laughs> they were intended to be. Uh, this is okay. Hold on. This is going to take a longer longer explanation than than I thought. So the iOS version of Infinity Two was released way later than any other version. Mm-hmm. So we had said to ourselves, hey, let's put two characters out exclusive to digital because mm-hmm. um, we had these two characters in development. Um, but we said, hey, instead of putting it out on console and doing figures, let's make these exclusive to digital. And hey, that that's a good story. You know, the great. It's Tron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so then we uh, we actually had um, the light jet and the light cycle 
inside of the game and that the intent was originally way back when we'll do a Sam Flynn figure and we'll do a Quora figure and then we'll do the light cycle disc and then we'll do um, the light jet disc mm-hmm. as power disc yep. right, for right. infinity. Yeah. And then we were like, ah, okay, so let's not do that. iOS is, is coming late. Let's, let's put that, those characters out exclusively for digital. And then the world kind of like, you know, the development team, cause there's so many assets in this game and so many characters, yeah. and so many virtual toys. Everyone was kind of like, oh yeah, I forgot. We had those two power discs. Oh yeah. We never put those into manufacture. Oh yeah. What do we do? And so, um, they were available on the iOS version. Sure. And so then what we ended up doing was um, this year, Bob Lowe, who runs the the toy box team, uh, we sent an email over there reminding him like, Hey, here's two very high value um, virtual toys that were originally intended for power disc. We never did it. You remember the whole story. Yeah, I do. And so then his team decided since these are a lot of fun and they do a lot of crazy stuff, let's make those um, okay. worth a lot of uh, stretch our, goals. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our sparks inside the game because they're so cool. Yeah. So that's a very long winded explanation <laughs> of how, it, but like for any of our fans or any of our community that's listening, it's like we do that all the time so we can just be very transparent about everything that's going on mm-hmm. in our thoughts in our head as we, as we develop the game together with them. Yeah. So at what point do you have to pivot? I mean, obviously you're out here, you know, there's new play sets coming out all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's like a damn near a full this year. This is the most professional <laughs> I think you and I have ever I'm been. I'm standing up over here, <laughs> no. you know, this is, it's normally so I can admonish like, you. Yeah. Normally we go, yeah. uh, <laughs> fun. But at what point for you? Sorry, I'm being serious right now. Does, Everyone that was yeah. hoping for the. <laughs> The, the, I don't know how to take this right. Look, now. This is, and we still have shit. time. I'm just you know. I, okay, I'm, good. I'm, like yeah. I've, I have actual questions about time? Infinity. I've, it's uh, it's almost four. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, we do have time. So we have like another another thirty five minutes. Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, whatever it takes. So we can push the next meeting back. I don't okay. Um, at what point do you? I guess is it a never ending process? At what point do you stop thinking about like the release cycle for this year's game and have to really kind of reframe and go like? Okay, I need to really be putting what's next first in my mind. That's exactly what's going on right now. Okay, all right. So it's this early in the process. You're. I was just saying. Like, was you've just, got a full year of toys like lined up that you still have to like talk about and, and like you know remember. But right. like you're already like, okay, next infinity. Well, we're we're trying to no. Well, it's that's that's a it's a great journalist question to ask. Um, but the answer is that we're we're trying to say okay, when is the right time to put out a new infinity mm-hmm. and um and how much time does the team need to really innovate and do something special right cuz we think that this year we hope that this year um infinity is incredibly popular and people love it but we feel like we have um we have the responsibility to innovate on it and so we're having lots of development conversations about, hey, what new characters? Hey, what new play sets? Hey, yeah. what new features? How, when, where, and why mm-hmm. should we be doing, you know, all that kind of stuff. But for right now, you know, when I take a look at, like, next week, our Rise Against the Empire playset for Infinity 3.0 drops. So that's episodes four through six. Right. You guys have a lot of stuff lined up. Yeah. Like IP-wise. Yeah. Like so we've got, then we've got the good design, yeah, good dinosaur characters. Then we've got Hulkbuster and Ultron get introduced in early November. And then we've got the light-up characters. And then we've got the episode seven, mm-hmm. or sorry, it's the Force Awakens playset that's right. coming in uh, in holiday. And then after that, we've got Marvel Battlegrounds, mm-hmm. which we announced, which is the Marvel playset. Uh, and then we've said that there's more playsets and more characters that are coming next year. So there is, there's still a ton of content that's coming out. 
um, for the platform. And at the same time, yeah, there's lot, there's lots of conversations that are happening where we're like, okay, so where are we taking this? Yeah. Does this feel, does this time feel different? Like it seems like with 3.0, it kind of closes the loop in a way, you know, it's like you pulled in Marvel, you pulled in star Wars, you had, you know, Disney, Pixar, like the, the major building blocks of, of what you have, in an IP portfolio, yeah, like, like right. a lot of that stuff's pulled in. So it's like, obviously there are, there's more, there are more movies coming out. There are more old movies in the catalog that sure. could be pulled in, but does it feel this time where you're like, okay, now this is like the end of infinity one. What's infinity two, not 2.0, but infinity so, two. Like, okay. That's exactly the right way to frame it up for, for anyone listening. Right. It's like, so we've said, and a lot of people were confused when we said this, we're like infinity 3.0 will be the final introduction of the Disney infinity brand to consumers. And people are like, what does that mean? And it means everything you just said, right? Like mm. we've brought together all of the major character families. We started off when we announced this thing in 2012 and said, it's going to be a platform for all things. Disney, there's going to be parks content and you're going to be able to build. And yeah, it feels like this year, like we have arrived, and we we've seen that a lot from from journalists, right? In mm. reviews, saying, "Okay, this What's... one now feels like everything that they had said this was going to be. I can see it now. I realize it. I play it. It's more fun than ever, and this is really great." Sorry. So yes, um, I do feel like it's it's that 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 final phase of the introduction, and then everyone keeps on asking, "Well, where do you go next?" The the question last year was. Okay, so you're doing Marvel now. Next year you're going to do Star Wars, and yeah. then everyone keeps on asking, like, okay, so where do you go next now? Yeah, because I mean, because at that at that point it was a pretty obvious step. You yeah. know, like you, you didn't need to like follow the game business to go like, oh well, I bet the next one is Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, especially when you're out there saying Ninja Theory is involved. Like it's just like, oh well, <laughs> duh. well duh. Yeah. Um, but now it seems like there is this kind of hazy road. How f- I mean, obviously, you know, you, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to say like, hey, right. lay it sure. all out. But right. like, how far down that path do you feel like the team is right now? Like, like how much of it is like, okay, we we think we want to do this, and how much of it is still kind of just throwing ideas around? Yeah, I mean, I'd say. I mean, look at how dumb I'm smiling. Like, so, <laughs> Real dumb. Um, Real yeah, dumb exactly. So, so, uh, so you got some ideas out there then? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think, um, and I think that yeah, people will be excited about stuff. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Light up figures. Uh, yeah. Oh, doing man. those this time. Uh, it seems like that is an area that, that could see a lot of innovation in sure. terms of just like what the what the pieces are actually capable of doing yeah. and stuff like that is how much of that is is something that you guys pay attention to i mean obviously like you're you know like dabbling the, in it this year with the light up figures and stuff but yeah. like you know at what point do you like hey let's make a move hey let's make them do this the or physical figure yeah. innovation stuff yeah. like that yeah so that's that's a great question i so we look at that a lot but the thing is do you focus on doing innovation in your figures or do you focus on creating more characters sure. to service all of the fans out there that want all these different characters? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's been like one conversation we constantly have. The other thing is that we pride ourselves on having some of the highest quality figures, ones that would, I always say, like pass the discerning eye of the Marvel collector or the Star Wars collector. Mm. Anyone that goes out and buys one of the Disney Infinity figures for thirteen ninety nine goes, hey, not only is... And You've I, gotten so good, dude. Well, no, hold on. It's nuts. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I know Your how, shit is tight. Well, no, no, but like, but this is true. No, I mean, I, no, I know, no, I, I don't mean to like, like totally derail are, your point. Like, so, I mean, we, we, we try to make these... Like high quality, and 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 so that you know, core gamer guys like you guys would sit around and go, yeah, I'd be cool with that on my desk. Like I would actually want to buy that, even if it doesn't work mm-hmm. with a video game. And so, 
that's um, the thing is that when you do some of that innovation stuff, what we've found when we play around with it mm-hmm. is sometimes it can really detriment the quality of the figure itself. I can see that. So yeah. yeah. So what's more important, right? Is it more important to be putting out something that we're proud of and people go, wow, yeah, the infinity figures are actually the most beautiful ones on the market. Or is it more important to go, oh, hey, here's, here's something that's maybe a little bit gimmicky. Um, like, and you, then you put reduces, it on the you put it on the platform, and Chewbacca makes a noise, or you know, and then reduces the overall quality, mm. right? So that's um, you know a little bit a little bit of insight into all of that. The the light up, <laughs> so the light up lightsabers. And there's no like rocket science here or some something special. I mean, basically, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> myself and and the rest of the leadership team we're, we're sitting there having a conversation. I'm like, hey guys. Everyone's going to think we're complete idiots if we put out a line of Star Wars figures and the lightsabers light up. Don't light up. That, that's just completely I, not acceptable. I, I'm with you. And I'm then, you. like, I remember we went to we went to Destination PlayStation, uh, which happens in February every year, and we're yeah. showing all the retailers. And then, sure enough, it was like they're like, "Do you guys have any lightsabers? Do you have figures that have lightsabers that light up?" And um, and I do a lot of those presentations to to retailers because I because I care about educating them, and so I was like, "No, no, no, we don't, not yet." <laughs> and then when I got back, I was like, "Oh, we I have to do this!" I told you guys. So uh, it's actually it was a the the light up figures was a cool collaborative project between uh, Avalanche, who creates um, Infinity and Imagineering. Hmm. They actually came up with a with a really cool technique to make the lightsabers light up and inductively charge off of the infinity base because that's mm-hmm. how they oh, light cool. up okay. um, and make them glow as much as they do and then still preserve the overall size and dimensions of the figure itself mm-hmm. because an LED inside of one of those figures, right? You, you Anyway, there's there's some Disney magic happening there yeah. um, that has made them pretty special, and I hope people like them. And it's, they're they're not more much more expensive. There's like a dollar more. Cool. Do they do do they ring up differently in game? Like what do you mean? Like if you if you put that one on the platform, does it know that you have the light up one? And and like is that a yeah. separate you know for the collection no, and stuff it's, like it's, that? Or it, it's still the same character. It's separate for the collection, mm-hmm. but it's still the oh, same okay. character. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. Can we make uh, the Tron figures light up? Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing with Tron? What's heard, next with Tron? Heard, how do I? I heard you say that. How do I get? In, how do I get involved? Podcast. You were like, you're like, dude, like the what? Tron figures have to light up. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun one. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of juice to light up that entire figure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I still have my zip cord light cycle from original Tron. Do you? I yeah, mean, the, with the pull ring. Yeah, in the back? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I actually had one. I was I was jumping it over gaps and stuff like that just you know building ramps and stuff like that as a kid and i had the flynn figure inside of it and it jumped had kind of a rough landing went and opened it up flynn's head had popped off <laughs> it was like a very like damaging moment like we glued it back on but then it just didn't spin anymore and yeah. it was just like man flynn had a rough go of it That's on a the fun grid franchise isn't it yeah it really is, it really is. someone should make a game or something yeah or like another movie <laughs> dude it's funny how much you still play the old propaganda one or you talk about playing like i wish you could play a game online still uh i mean no you can't i mean i Can think you? there are there are I probably still the people pl- there are probably still people playing it because it's just a regular xbox live or something right? it was crazy the amount well it was using game spy and game spy oh okay so yeah, but yeah. there's it was crazy the amount of people that were playing multiplayer in that game yeah i played way too much of that game did you i got all the achievement points yeah you did yeah actually i remember it came out you got all the achievement points and you bragged about how you got them before i did well so you and Dick. i you and yeah, well, <laughs> like i want to say it was like you and lang 
Oh yeah, because Dave talk- Lang working on the yeah, yeah. Iron Galaxy. You were talking about like, oh, we're gonna have achieve a Tron. We're gonna have a race to a thousand. <laughs> and then I just in the back of my mind said, Nah, I'm gonna beat them both. <laughs> and then neither of you played it. That's true. So I, I think Dave and I were probably out at the bar together. Yeah, hanging out <laughs> celebrating that <laughs> we finally chipped it. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, um, good times. Good times. Yeah. So I mean, but how's it going? You know, it's been it's been a road for you to get here. You know, coming out of uh, the mean streets of Midway, yeah, kind of the, the the mean streets of Chicago. Dude, just kid off the street, yeah. Nineteen ninety eight, uh, straight up off the street, Montermel. <laughs> God bless you. Yeah. So Midway is about to become like documentary material. That's right. Josh Sway, uh, who worked at Midway, is actually doing a documentary. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. They've they he, Josh had asked me actually to to be a part of it and talk on it. So I'll be excited to to shoot that and tell all those funny stories. Because it was crazy. That it just seems crazy. like, you know, and it's, you know, obviously, you know, it, it seems like the industry has grown up a lot in terms of like working in it and that sort of stuff. Uh, it's, I know where you're trying to go with it's this. It's still, it's still. <laughs> and all the innuendos. <laughs> yes, yes. It's still right. real dumb yeah. uh, in a lot of, in a lot of ways that are actually kind of messed up still in some ways. But like, it's, you know, all these public companies, all this different stuff. Like, I look back at Midway and go, man, that thing was a mess. <laughs> a Not beautiful mess. mess. Yeah. But a mess uh i mean how how much like you having been in it uh for like how long have you been doing that like, like 15 decade. years 10, well, 15? At, oh in the industry just, just, yeah just in the industry oh, across in, the board well so in in actual development since 98 but before that i actually had a small little video game website that became an affiliate site of ign Ooh. which is how i got to meet a whole <laughs> bunch of different um journalists from back in the day uh, i did not know that that's yeah cool. yeah it's kind of yeah. fun so that that's how and that's so that small site is how I ended up getting to know the guys at Midway mm-hmm. because I was like, you lived in the area. And- well, yeah. And I was like, Hey, and, and arcade games were so hot at the time. And they would always put out the Midway games in different test arcades around Chicagoland. Sure. And so, um, the site was about writing FAQ guides to, um, you know, help people be able to, you know, okay. So what are all the different combos for killer instinct? What are all the fatalities for mortal Kombat? Yeah. What are all the different, uh, initials and birthdays for NBA jam? Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's like a crazy one. That's one of Termel's favorite stories about me calling him and Sal DeVita to get the number for Carrie Hoskins and Lorraine Olivier, who are the cheerleaders <laughs> in NBA jam, yeah. Yeah. get their initials and their birthday. Uh, I was like, I think like 11 or 12. I mean, I was really young and, <laughs> Um, Mark was like, well, they, you know, they work for Playboy in Chicago. Oh, wow. And so then, you know, I dialed 411, got the number, <laughs> got a hold of their agent. And, uh, and w- yeah, I mean, so that, that'll be fun for, for Josh's stuff. But yeah, lots of stories there about, about all that. So yeah, even before 98, you know, I mm-hmm. think it was like 93 or 94, I'd started kind of dabbling in trying to make it. It's what I wanted to do my entire life. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's probably right around the time that I started getting into it in yeah. a weird way. It was like, it was like 91, 92. It's crazy uh, that we all know each other. I mean, even like when I go back every once in a while, like I look at like on the spot. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we were doing like we were doing those together. I remember like, you left your sunglasses here. Right. And they're always cheap sunglasses. Yep. You leave them everywhere. Yeah. And I remember holding like, you know, my arms up like I totally had pitted out my shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, cla- so- a, class- a classic JV move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you know. Look at us now, man. Right? Yeah. Now you're the face of this, uh, <laughs> like six to twelve year old franchise. And, uh, like, <laughs> well, kids and family. I think it's yeah. Kids, the kids and family. Right? Yeah. No, that's that's uh, really cool to see. There's a lot of travel involved. I feel like you, you, yeah. I mean, how much you know? Diamond, obviously, you're uh, you're up here. Diamond on Delta. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, but like you're back and forth when it's like development time. It's you're back and forth between like L.A. and and Salt Lake, right? Yeah. So between um, June and July this year, I spent four days back in Los Angeles just wow. because of how aggressive. Not only everything that was happening with PR, but uh, also dev stuff that had been happening. Um, and then we were finaling the game, um, you know, for like in late July, early August and submitting it to first party. And I mean, like kind of, you know, if you can imagine Sony kicks back, you know, the bug report list and says, we're not going to approve this for this, this and this reason. Yeah. And then, you know, the team's like, oh, man, to fix this and we're going to miss street date. And hold on. We've got, you know. Uh, uh, you know, ten, you know, ten, twenty, thirty thousand toys, you know, in a right. in, in, in a on their semi way. on their way, <laughs> and then me calling Adam and being like, "Hey, so about that," and then Adam going, "Don't call me, call Drake. He's the release manager." And I call Drake on the phone, and like all of that kind of back and forth at the mm-hmm. end of the summer. And then um, I was just thinking, like, I. Th- so my travel schedule is about to get crazy again. I think last week hmm. was supposed to be my week to chill out. <laughs> well, I so, hope you used it well. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I would think your schedule would kind of settle down, but a little, little bit, you know, post release. But, but you see like the amount of content, like as, as you just called out, like mm-hmm. the amount of content that's coming out. Um, and then the amount of work we need to do to mm-hmm. continue to, um, invigorate this franchise is I don't, I don't see it slowing down anytime. Soon. Yeah. So it's like, like maybe post holiday, at least then the, the, PR rush of like let's talk about this thing because Christmas is coming right. and holidays and all this other stuff. Yeah, uh, so but, there's there's that, and then I think like it's also uh, it's fun too, right? Yeah, you know, if I'm really honest, like myself and I know the team feels this way too. I mean, we are just we're so blessed to be in this situation. You know, creating a product. This is what what game developers dream of. Like, wow, I've made something people care about. Yep. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like go 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 because you don't know if you're ever going to have this moment again. Sure. Right. You know, it's rare. that you know the Ed Boons, right? The right. Shapers, yeah. The legends of the industry. They have that because they've done game after game after game. They're just hit 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 hit. And yeah. It seems like that's the you know like the we're at a point where like you know there are people that have been doing this for like a very long time. Yeah. You know, a lot longer than 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 you have yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. And and you you do have those like rare figures like like Ed who's been like working MK for, since the nineties yeah you know with like, I mean obviously some some detours for injustice and the grid yeah uh, and, the grid was cool yeah the grid was cool but he uh, I mean that's that's a game god right I mean look at how many times and I hope hope people don't make too much fun of me but that's I really think Ed is one of those I mean we look at what's he done how many games has he done and they've all been hits. Right. Well, yeah. I, I guess like was it mythologies or something? Like one of those was. <laughs> we don't talk about well, that. Yeah, but but seriously, like that guy is an example of like that is a legend in the industry. Yeah, I mean Eugene Jarvis is another one. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of those old Midway guys are, and it's funny yeah. to see them still around. You know, doing stuff like uh, Termel. Um, you know, with all the sports stuff that he had done. Now right. he's, he is, I think, he is chief creative officer of Zynga. Yeah, which is uh, which is really fun. Yeah, he's, he's still trying to like get it out of people like a quarter <laughs> at a time. <laughs> I know nice. it's like what a perfect place. Yeah. I think Midway would have lasted actually <laughs> if mobile had come along more quickly. Sure, because yeah. those experiences were what those guys were. like. Those guys were all like that was the rough transition, right? It was yeah. like you know figuring out how uh, to make those experiences console. last on consoles. Exactly. Like Sega kind of ran into it in their own weird way too. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. If the microtransaction stuff had existed, then maybe. 
I shudder to think like the nefarious dark things they would have come up with. <laughs> but actually, it wasn't until like I, it was actually I think it was that same year at maybe Dice. This is Vegas would have made it. Right? Yeah. Maybe this is Vegas would have made it on phones. You would have had to have one phone for the dancing, one for the casino stuff. <laughs> Uh, and so Jeff is, is, is alluding to an inside joke <laughs> of when the team had been working on that. What was it like gamer days? Wasn't that was like, it was gamer like the last days? midway event. Yeah. It was like it was the last midway in event Ve- in, Las, in Vegas, Las Vegas. They had, um, because they hadn't connected the driving to the casino, to the, this, to the, that's, they had like oh, five okay. different dev kits. It was just like, turn running. on this Xbox if you want to do this stuff. And this was, it wasn't even like quit to dash and launch another build. It was like, no, we have a stack of Xboxes here to, <laughs> To do this stuff, oh. yeah, that was that was where, and then Termel was showing the TNA wrestling game. It was yeah. like a, it was like a weird time there, <laughs> close was, to the end, where like that, that game wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it was just like, all right, no, that's. I mean, you you've found a way to make sports fun, like sure. obviously, like do it for wrestling. But I think that was running in Unreal, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everything was uh, well, except there. for NBA right. ballers, and oh. uh, and so Lang's team and my team. We're both not. I think we were still running on renderware, mm-hmm. okay. um, but everybody else was running on Unreal. He had like Area Fifty One and Stranglehold right. and TNA, yeah, and, yeah, all those ones. So, yeah, it was a crazy time. It's nice to still be friends with everyone, though. Yeah, and, it, and to see everyone doing different things, and it seems like a lot of those people got out and and found things. Yeah, you know, do you get the impression that like when you know, like once people are in, they're very rarely out. It seems like there's there is you know people that like actually love games. I mean, you have some people that like That's, cruise in and do some yeah. art for a while, and then they'll be like, "I'm going to go do commercial art over here." But right. it seems like the people who get in because they like games, once it gets them, they will do whatever it takes to stay there. It's like that's the interesting thing is that it's a passion, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you like to go home and play video games? And like, I mean, like, go home and play for three or four hours. Is your idea of a perfect Saturday while it's sunny outside? Getting up as early as you can so that you can play twelve hours straight of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, if your answer is yes, like, then yeah, you should be in games. And and those are the type of people, you know, like yourself, that end up, you know, like where where are we gonna go? I mean, we're gonna be old, cranky Kong, laughing at each other, and hopefully all still working in the industry. And yeah. I think it's just because we have a passion for this, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, also, I don't know how to do anything else. What that's right. That's, that's, that's like my favorite line on your on your Twitter profile. It's like, it's like uh, I've been doing this too long. <laughs> it's like I started doing this when I was sixteen. I, there's no, there's no out. There's no like, what does that even mean right. at this point, right? right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was up till two finishing off the last little bits of Metal Gear. So you like, guys talked about that on the Bombcast last week the entire time. So I actually yeah. bought that game because mm-hmm. you guys were talking about it. Yeah, I would have passed. And it's wild that really? Reichert's like, oh, I play Metal Gear for the story because I always thought the story was like, well, it's like that story's crazy. And he hates anime, and he still somehow like really likes the Metal Gear story, right? but like will refuse. Yeah, I think he's come around and realized like, okay, I guess it is kind of like anime. Yeah, it's uh, so anyway, I picked that up, um, but I. I've had a problem where, you know, and it's it's my Johnny V A D D. There is it's like, oh, phone call came in, oh, email came in. Mm-hmm. So as I was trying to do the tutorial, I started getting lost, like, especially when oh, it's no. like, here's how you select a new mission. Here's like <laughs> so I was actually standing on the brig, I forget what it's called, like the um, the, mother, the mother base. The mother base, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, why can't I load this mission? And you had to be in the helicopter to do it. Yep. So anyway, um, that game is incredibly particular in a way that most modern games are not right. about stuff like that. You <laughs> yeah. know, it, it's it's like it it feels like a classic old game in that weird way <laughs> yeah. that actually 
is to its benefit, I think. Yeah, I, I so I the problem is so I anyway I have to go back I have to play it and I've got just a stack. I mean everyone's like oh I've got a stack of games, but like I was really trying to give uh, The Witcher. Uh, a good go. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's be- another very, very involving game. Yeah, yeah, and it's really, really long. And so I've I've been playing that a whole bunch. And people are like, "What level are you?" I'm like, 13. This is a great game." And they're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm 30." And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I have so much more to do." Um, and then obviously the Infinity stuff. The thing that's been fun about Infinity now that it's out is you know all my friends are like, "Dude, I'm seeing billboards all over LA for this thing." Yeah, uh, I really, really want to play. And so I'm like, "Okay, you know, like." The- <laughs> The last thing you want to do is, is is play your own game after you've been working on it for so long. But um, just to have my friends be like, "No, this is a lot of fun. Like, this is the the one of the coolest games you've ever made." You know, it's like, "Oh, thanks." And so I've I've been trying to play Infinity. Um, you know, or at least just play it with my friends. Sure. Um, so that's been cool. There's a there's a lot in it. I mean, there was a lot in the first one. There's and massive you know, amount on. of content, right? Yeah, there's well, I mean, a lot of content that you can create and you know download. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the that's the biggest thing is you know the toy box, I, I think, and you know you guys have you know put the hooks in there that make it pretty easy for like adults to make levels for their kids or something. That's and that's kind of the angle that that I'm coming from. Like you know, my best friend is like totally in on Infinity, really, and his kids right now are at the age where you know they're starting to play games a little bit. Mm-hmm. So this is like a really really great way for them to. Um, you know, connect, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, we should, that's awesome sure to hear. That's exactly what we wanted. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, he's like the target market for you cause he's a huge star Wars guy. Um, and he's got kids that are just starting to, to, to get into gaming. And, uh, I, I forgot where I was going with this. I just like, I, yeah, I think what we were talking about was, um, the, the toy box and building and creating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, just how much content there is uh, available to it. And yeah. I, I especially love, um, a lot of the deep cuts, I guess, like with some of the collectibles. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely doing a great job of, of roping in, you know, some of the older, thanks man. Older generation. That means a lot. Yeah. I, I think that people are always, you know, like when you read comments and you look at people that are pretty uneducated about what infinity is, they're like, yeah, it's on disc DLC. And it's like, actually, if you look at the amount of content that is inside of that game, and what you can do, and even just the value of the straight-up starter pack mm-hmm. um, with Twilight, with the Toy Box, and then all the stuff that we do with UGC and celebrating those content creators and things like that. Like, I definitely could stand. I could definitely turn to any one of those guys and say, you know, in, in real life, right? Mm-hmm. And just say, hey, look, I stand behind this and the value that it is, and and so does so does the company, right? But like, I would be, a, I feel comfortable telling your friend. No, I think that you're going to have a great time for what it is. And if you want to expand, that's the option. Because parents actually look at it reverse from what the internet trolls say. They're like, hey, what's great is I don't have to buy a new game every single time. Yeah. I can just go and buy a figure for $13.99 or a playset for $34.99. And it keeps my kids happy and quiet uh, as opposed to going off and buying a full-on other game for for fifty nine ninety nine, huh. so yeah. it's 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 actually funny when we when we look at the data. That's one thing that pops up. that's a positive for parents is that there's so many different options that they can they can choose to invest in the platform. Sure, like Legos. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I can totally see that, and I love the uh, the new uh, Toy Box Takeover um, as fun, well. Right? Yeah, it's great that you can you know use all of your figures in this new. I hope uh, it takes of off. I hope, Stryker, so I hope it does because the thing is, I hope is I can that, buy one sometime soon. That would be great. Yeah, by yeah, the way. yeah well, they're, they're they're coming out real soon. Yeah, um, but they were supposed to be a pre-order gift, and then um, you know, if anyone still that's listening, still having problems getting them, contact the retailer because the retailer has them in their distribution centers. Do they? And they just um, 
they didn't ship those to all of the distribution to all of the stores where people had pre-ordered. Gotcha. That is not a Disney uh, mess up. All right. <laughs> um, I gotcha. So, but yeah, I think I hope that those toy box games take off because I can see that's where the platform would go. Is mm-hmm. more of those game modes where all characters can play. Um, there's there's a really funny divide within the um, within the company because. Um, as we're looking at, it's like some people are like, we have to always do play sets and we should. And then other people are like, we should do more game modes like the toy box where people can play with mm-hmm. all of their characters. So, I mean, it'll ultimately be up to the consumer this year where people are spending their time and where they're, where they're spending their money. Absolutely. So we can see what people like the most and then we can make business cases then to other people as to, you know, why we're not going to do support for this particular film and instead do support for something like Villains Takeover. Mm-hmm. So, or what you're saying That's is a you lot know, of business. Yeah, this is yeah. business. That's right. We're getting our business in. So what does it what kind of vote does it send back to home base if most of the people that pick up Infinity 3.0 just spend time watching Toy Box TV? <laughs> the number here's here's what when I hear something crazy. It's uh the number one audience they did like you know and you know this from from running giant bomb right like you you can look mm-hmm. at your segment like who is who's watching or who's reading giant bomb was watching your guys videos all that kind of stuff so with um with toy box tv mm-hmm. it ends up being teenage girls okay right? so the marketing team was laughing so hard because they're like well this is weird right? heartthrob like, john vignon yeah, yeah no not exactly no no right. do you think they've got posters of you up on their wall no oh uh, my god not no, yet this is, this is, you know you need to get back to imagineering and say we need to get some some jv merchandise <laughs> maybe out i'll there, do right? the uh the the game developers calendar uh next year <laughs> right so i've been asked two years in a row to do that yeah and then i've i've turned to pr here and oh, they're no. like uh they're like Joy, come yeah, on. Yeah, so um let's just uh let's just ask ourselves like what kind of benefit is that to the company if you do that? <laughs> I'm it's like, fun. I'm like, that's kind of funny. And you know, a bunch of my friends are doing it. like, yeah, I don't know. But maybe if I was like, you know, not the not the jelly that I am, <laughs> like people would be like, Oh, okay, I could see that. But yeah, so Hmm. whatever I, I side story you, yeah i would put you on my wall jv <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> yeah so i mean you are literally i mean okay maybe not literally but you are in the game now with, as so- a result of <laughs> like that's off the main menu toy box tv people yes. can watch videos with you obviously you know i heard you go yeah i wish i could search for the unfiltered jv <laughs> <laughs> it's like you guys get a special jv right and right I think I, it has to do with the fact that i mean way back when even as giant bomb is, is starting off i you know it was like one of the first places I came, you know, and hung mm. out with you guys, and I, it was in between jobs at the time. All that kind of <laughs> right? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that was, uh, and you know, the the Giant Bomb as a site in the, in the community is much different than a lot of the other sites that are out there, mm-hmm. and it's a big part of the reason why you know I read and watch as much as I possibly can. I mean, it's it's where I go, um, and of course, you know, to to be able to you know, hang out with you and, and the guys. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of emotion and a lot of things that are special about the site to me, which is why you guys actually get more of the friend JV <laughs> as opposed to the, you know, the, the business Disney JV. Mm-hmm. Um, and also at the same time, you know, you create dynamite situations all the time, like getting myself, Adam and Lang together. Right. Because it's like, it's, it's like, you know, when they say, Oh, you hang out with your friends from high school and you go back to high school. So when you yeah. put us three together, it, we go. It's, we're back in 2004, 
all of us way younger, yelling and screaming at each other, you know, trying to. And I'm just sitting there just going like, oh, man, what am I doing? Right. And how I, did I get into I this? I am always the one. So they pick on, and you know this from, yep. from not even being on camera. So yeah, those no, guys years and years. Pick on me all of the time. <laughs> and that's when I had a Unikitty moment. I mean, I was just basically like, mm-hmm, <laughs> and so, and I thought it was in my heart of hearts. I thought it was going to be funny. <laughs> but it was, uh, I forget who it was. Um, Someone was like, Johnny, what did you do? <laughs> I think it was everybody who was watching at that time. Yeah. Everybody what in that room. Done? Yeah. I called him the next morning. I'm like, someone tweeted me, who docks their best friend? <laughs> oh, geez. But he had said to me, like about all that, he had said to me, uh, he's like, you know what? Remember when we did that GDC thing mm-hmm. and I was with Ed? He's like, I called you the next morning, JV, and you were like, hey, man, don't worry about it. A year from now, we're all going to laugh about this. You know, and she's, and So he's like, you're calling me this morning. I'm going to tell you right now. We're still besties. Uh, I love you, man. Don't worry about it. And a year from now, this is going to be legendary. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I don't know that it took a year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Lang and I are, are still are still really close. I'm actually supposed to be right now at TGS because Infinity uh, is is coming to Japan mm-hmm. and it's being distributed by uh, Bandai Namco. And so we were cool. going to go yeah. and do um, a big uh, a big announcement on stage at TGS and then do a press tour. And then Lang said he was going for whatever reason. Um, I'm sure it's a good reason. I don't mean to downplay that. I just mean more like yeah. he was going for whatever reason. And I think then, he just goes because it's on the way to whatever F1 race is out there that he wants to go to. He goes yeah. with Flacco from Bethesda. Oh, have okay. you met that guy? I, I have not. I've heard stories. Oh my god, this wow. is that's a legendary mm-hmm. industry guy. <laughs> like people need to know. Giant Bomb needs to get Flacco. All right, you were um, you are not the first person to say that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, he'd be classic. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see. Jeff's face right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy's great. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, so so no TGS, though? No TGS. I'm here. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, next week I've got to uh, uh, do some mechanics work um, or go out with the guys, meet up with the guys, and we're going to we're gonna meet with some of the developers overseas and, and do some of that stuff. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, just busy, busy, busy. Yeah. No, that's that's been – if there's been a constant theme – uh, for you, the past few years seeing you, it's, you, you've definitely been keeping busy. <laughs> Every day I'm hustling. That's right. That's right. What uh, what kind of music you listen to right now? What do you guys, both of you guys, what are you listening to? A lot of electronic stuff, I guess. Uh, like really? I, I do music soundtracks. Like right now, I'm into Kavinsky. Okay, I'm not familiar with who that is. Uh, uh, lots K- of good beats. Kavinsky did the one of the songs on the Drive soundtrack. Yeah. Was, or did, he, did he do the whole Drive soundtrack? Not anyway, the whole, just a couple songs. The movie Drive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone's like, "You're so brave." Yeah, That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it when people say that. So it's such a brave choice. Oh, it's such a, brave choices. Such a brave, such a brave movie. <laughs> you should make a brave choice. Put Darkwing Duck in that game. Come on, man. Oh, have you heard some of that? I've, drama? I've been, I've been seeing some of that. Holy catfish! Some business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so and I think Darkwing Duck would be great. So. I also sure. think Captain EO would be great. And so we actually, um, we had, we did this toy box summit where we flew our best toy box artists into town and we said, Hey, you guys are going to be a part of a new advisory panel that we're starting. And on this advisory panel, we're going to go over like the latest bug reports and what we should be addressing in patches. We're going to go over some new developments and some new features that we're putting into infinity. But one of the special things is that you guys get to choose a character that we put into infinity 3.0. And so I was like, I know that they're totally going to vote for Darkwing. Everyone's been talking about it. Yeah. And, um, it came down to Darkwing and Peter Pan. God. 
and um, mm-hmm. Peter Pan won by like three votes. Oh man! Um, so what's so funny is that around Disney, everyone's like, "Ah, oh, JV, you know, eventually we're gonna put Darkwing in there, and when we do, everyone's gonna be really happy." I'm like, "I wanted him now." Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Darkwing Duck. I guess that's just like one of the thousands of different properties that you have to potentially pull from from here on out. That bench is deep, bro. Yeah. I've heard. Did you? I've heard about this deep bench you've got. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yo, JV. So, what? Gargoyles, man. Gargoyles would oh, be I'll awesome. Gargoyles? Yeah. Joe's happy about that. Yeah, yeah, gargoyles would be awesome. Actually, I think, you know, like doing a whole Disney afternoon thing yeah. would be cool. Um, hmm. And uh, DuckTales, obviously, would be super cool. I think that uh, I know a developer that you might be able to get to do a Ducktales thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that it maybe has some experience in the Ducktales might have some business. Experience. You know uh, that that entire thing being rebooted was Adam Craig, me, and um, and uh, Christian Svensson from Capcom when yeah. it started at, at Disney. They were like, "Hey, we should totally do a Ducktales HD remix." And so I connected Capcom with the BizDev guys. That's how that got off the ground. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun. That was a kind of a fun fun project. It turned out great. When the game did, it was yeah. It, it's, well, I thought it did. Yeah. What did you say? Uh, some of the voice acting maybe sounded a little rough. It didn't sound like it was the actual voice actor themselves. I think it or? was, and maybe some time has passed. Yeah. Oh, it's a little. Uh, um, Princess Leia. Yeah. 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 So there was there were some some bits and pieces like that along the way, but obviously you know it's like now with like owning Lucas, like there is this huge like back catalog of even just old games and stuff. Labyrinth. Yeah, where's the like? Let's bring back the labyrinth game, dude. I love that labyrinth game. Holy shit, I love Wait that labyrinth game. Is there really was there one? Yeah, for the yeah. Commodore sixty four. What? It was like it was it was like Maniac Mansion. It was oh, like a point and click adventure game. It was like an early Scum Engine style like kind of game. Dude, I need to do my homework. And, and at the end of it, you got to pick like you have no and then power over me to fucking win. It was the most no. insane thing. Uh, I've been talking about this though, like that LucasArts. I mean, so that stuff is not off limits. The question comes down to like, okay, what's the business sense here? Right. right? Yeah. I mean, so, you, but you, I want to do Monkey Island. Yeah. Like, I think that that would be so much fun to, to have, you know, Guybrush and Elaine and, and LeChuck. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one that was really special. Actually, I was telling um, uh, Tim Schaefer and the guys at Double Fine that, you know, like those those games shaped, I feel like, who I am as a person mm-hmm. now, like, you know, um, being older. I mean, like my humor and what I find funny and, and, um, how to treat people and all that kind of stuff. I mean, hmm. a lot. It was like I was raised by those games. Yeah, and like they're doing, they're doing like the Day of the Tentacle stuff. That was, like, yeah, you know, it was another one of those. Like, um, uh, um, Adam had introduced me to Justin Bailey at Day of the Devs mm-hmm. a few years ago, and um, I was like, oh man, Double Fine, I love you guys. You guys make great games. Um, and he's like, oh, that's cool. Where do you work? And I'm like, well, I, I work at Disney on a game called Infinity. And he's like, oh, Disney, huh? <laughs> and then um, I'm like, you know, can I come into your party? And then, you know, he was nice enough. He, he did. And, and then we were hanging around. And he's like, let me introduce you to Tim. But just say who you are. Don't say um, that uh, who you work for. Because Tim might get upset because he's, he's been trying to get the rights back to, to work on these games for oh, a while. Sure, yeah. And so then I went in and I'm like, you know, hi, my name's John. And he's like, oh, and so we met each other. And then um, just over time, we had talked more and more and more about, you know, hey, what could we do between right. our three companies to, to give them the ability to do that? Mm-hmm. And what's cool is that um, Grimm turned out great. And I think it's done really, really well for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's awesome. And then obviously Day of the Tentacle. But those uh, those games are so 
are so awesome. It's so great to be able to like, have. And Day of the Tentacle is probably my favorite. Yeah. Like, of the of like I, I was never the biggest Monkey Island guy. Like I was a big Maniac Mansion guy. See, I was and, total Monkey Island. Not as much Day of the Tentacle. Um, loved Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's great. Um, loved. Uh, I didn't play Full Throttle as much, but I know that there's a huge following. For oh that yeah, totally, well. totally. I'm one of those. Yeah, Full yeah. Full Throttle is one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's 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 cool. It was it it was great to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, and do that for those guys, and and they're just they're such a fun developer. So what sort of involvement do you, did you guys have? There's the the Star Wars Battlefront pack coming out with like these classic. Uh, like these old Star Wars games yeah. coming into it. Like, is that something that is a sim- like similar to this deal or similar to the stuff with Double Fine? Or is this kind of like, is, is Sony kind of do or EA doing all that stuff? Or? So, yeah. So the way that that worked was um, they had talked about um, Adam, Geo, and Drake had said that they wanted to include uh, Super Star Wars mm-hmm. as part of that hardware bundle. Hmm. And then the crazy thing was, it was like, hey, in order to get this done, the time we need to get done, when the bundle comes out, you know, when are we, when are we going to have time or sorry, um, uh, we don't have time to do like a full on, you know, new version of that. Right. And it was like, does anyone have the source code? And then the crazy thing is that at Avalanche Software, they have engineers that actually worked on wow. mm-hmm. um, okay. Super Star Wars. They actually didn't even have the source code at um, Lucasfilm. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but the Avalanche, no one keeps that stuff. The, Av- <laughs> the Avalanche guys did. Oh, and yeah. so, the, yeah, they turned that over to Geo, and that's that's uh, part of the way that, that Super Star Wars came to be as mm. part of that. So did, did they pick the games then on that? Or did, did, oh, no, no, did no. Disney have input? Because I, I look yeah. at that list of games, and I'm like, man, that's like, interesting. there are Next. some Star Wars games that I would put out again, and some of those are not them. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe not you. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the Lucasfilm team worked closely with the team at Sony. So Sony, okay. Sony came up with a proposed list. Lucasfilm said, ah, no, more like this. And they had conversation together mm-hmm. um, to come up with that. And, of course, the Battlefront guys are like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, we're we, going we, we, to make the we, coolest we've got, game in the entire We've world. got this other thing going <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> right, exactly. It's called Battlefield Hoth Edition. I mean, Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront. I'm excited uh, for that game. It, know, it right? played pretty well at E3. That yeah. definitely went a long way for me because I looked at it and I'm like, you know, like it's it looks a lot like Battlefield. I don't know if I want to do more of that, even if it is space Battlefield. But like checking it out at E3, it, it like definitely made a little more sense to me. Yeah, those guys are great, and it's. I mean, if you can imagine for us as cool as Infinity is, and the fact that you're putting Star Wars in it, right? There's obviously holy cow, and there's this this awesome game for for more core gamers that's you know Battlefront and and trying to negotiate kind of where like where's Infinity play in mm-hmm. the game space, whereas you know where's Battlefront play in all the different conversations we've had back and forth. This has been, I mean, I have to say that this has been an incredible experience. I mean, all this infinity stuff and, and working at Disney and, and getting exposure, to all this stuff has been, has been wild. I always say once they fire me and I can write the book, there's going to be yeah, some right, really yeah, great yeah. stories. I, I imagine that there's things in your employment contract that would actually prevent you from writing the book. Uh, if Disney's anything like CBS, uh, that's funny. Yeah. I didn't mean, think about it that way. But, uh, do you, you have know. that? I guess you probably can't talk about it. Oh, I bet you probably can. No, I mean, I bet you probably do though, for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, I am, I am, I would be relatively free and clear. Actually, I want to say that like coming back here actually took a lot of the restrictions away around oh, my previous departure. I didn't think about that, uh, and some of the legal stuff around that. So huh. it's kind of a weird because a lot of that stuff got out there as a result of us coming back. Dude, I remember hearing stories of people were picketing outside. Yeah, yeah, but uh, a lot of those were people from One Up 
they came up the street <laughs> and held up signs and it was all like very hard i think they meant it and that sort of stuff but i, I remember alex saying he went downstairs and just like guys like thanks but like this is totally not helping yeah. like this is making an, a, a very tense internal situation like way crazier like oh, it's awesome that you're doing this but like seriously like um, oh my goodness yeah. at least we can laugh about it now right, <laughs> right I mean, yeah that's a, that's I mean, a hey i got to laugh about it then <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true right uh yeah i missed one up that was a good site yeah. I wrote a whole series of dev diaries on one up during the NBA ballers time frame, And it was funny because I remember they were like, we're going to do dev diaries. And most of the dev diaries at the time that had been written by people were all like, here's how I made the game. And here is how, uh, you know, the, the coding structure, works, mm-hmm. the different types of algorithms that I use. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to do one. that's like telling the fun stories of how crazy it is yeah. working on this thing right now. Yeah. I think, um, I think they've been lost. Um, but, uh, I might I might have a hard copy somewhere at home because there are a lot of fun stories about all the different things that we did and yeah you know, like as we started off talking about like the Vince Carter thing I think right. that was part yeah. of it too like yeah. telling those stories filling up PSPs with yeah whatever Chauncey Billups yeah that <laughs> yeah. that story's on a podcast we don't need to repeat that that's a pre Disney podcast yeah that's exactly right <laughs> uh, you can go back and find that in the archives somewhere <laughs> yeah that was fun I mean it's. Dude, what's crazy is that, especially on your guys' site, it's like the game industry has been able to watch us all grow up, mm. uh, and even like grow up, <laughs> you know, yeah, like right. In big yeah, air quotes. Right. But it's um, it's crazy because it's like you know we've we've all because of what we've been doing, especially you, you know, have a magnifying glass on on everything um, from you know when we were in our twenties to when we we're in our thirties, and, and it's all yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely like weird having that focus. I mean, I think you're getting it like at a different level that like than than let's say I mean even Adam gets it, you know. Yeah. But but you're getting it by being like the face of you know you're out there you're doing Good Morning America like you know like <laughs> yeah. the the way I did Good Morning America. Yeah, but, yeah. But I imagine you had a little more like for like knowledge that it was happening. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, it was like the day before yeah. they were like, "Hey, we need a game expert," and I'm like, "I guess I'll get on a plane," <laughs> and yeah. flew overnight to do it. So it was like, you know, was but, Adam was Adam on like your uh, panel at PAX? I'm sorry, I missed that. I missed it because I had to do the GMA thing. Oh right, right. No, he then, he was not. Uh, he was not on. He was there. We we talked to him for a little I heard bit. He but, shouted out my name. Uh, yeah, was I, like, hey, what's the what's the indie dev challenge going to be or whatever? Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, John Vignocchi Game Jam. Yeah, so yeah. someone, so someone said that, and there's like, is is um, FOB Wash right? Uh, mm-hmm. He sent me a message like, is John Vignocchi on fire right now because he's being burned? Yeah. <laughs> and so then, of course, me being like the, the sensitive yep. SOB that I am, I like you know texted dave and adam like what are you guys saying right now and half of it was because i was sad that i wasn't there yeah um and then the other then adam finally responded back like days later and he's like what is wrong with you (laughs) captain sensitive he's like i just said this one thing and then people were laughing it's not like people were being mean about (laughs) whatever adam Uh, Uh, but yeah i mean i imagine that you you are getting uh a lens on you that that you know you certainly didn't get anywhere else in your career <laughs> it's uh no 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 i the thing is actually here's a better way to look at it um i'm being given an opportunity mm. um to uh to do something really really special and um like i always say to everybody like hey i'm in a moment in time right now and who knows in 2 or 3 years if uh if if you know myself and and everyone that works on infinity is still going to be fortunate enough to be in the same situation right, right. Yeah, because yeah. It's just the game industry is volatile. You know, totally. we know that for sure. Yeah. And so um, 
but right now it it's it feels really good to be here. Like yeah. it's awesome. And and just to have these opportunities. I mean, to imagine like, oh yeah, I went and had a conversation with you know, Kathleen Kennedy, who mm-hmm. is um at Lucasfilm and, and the executive producer on on uh The Force Awakens, right? Yeah. And then to to be able to have, you know, exchanges with Jerry Bruckheimer and Tim Burton. Yeah. Um and uh and you know to to be able to meet with Bob Iger, our CEO, and tell him, you know, what we're doing. I mean, these are like this is the crazy stuff that's happening. Yeah. And it's like my dad loves hearing all these stories, right? And like getting feedback from Johnny Depp on, you know, no, I want Jack Sparrow's ring to be green on the third finger because <laughs> like, that's of course the way I designed yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't care if it's four and a half inches. You know yeah. I mean? Right. Um but yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun and it continues to be crazy cool. All right. Well last question for you. Okay. Before uh you What's go on the your teddy next bear thing on here? your t shirt? I'm not sure. Um uh, my Is that naughty bear or whatever it was? No, no, it is totally not. How did the game do? Poorly, I imagine. Really? It was terrible. I don't know. There's a lot of advertising. You remember what yeah, game was? Yeah, 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 yeah there's a lot of... Yeah. I can't imagine that game uh, I can't, being very good. Yeah, I can't imagine. I've never played it. I don't know. You're you're good at like preemptively sidestepping this last question. Yep. No, well, is it like is this like the oh I'm gonna mic drop you right That's now, right. JV? How much how much do you know about the new Star Wars? Like the plot of it, like all that sort of stuff. Well, like how how the, walked I've, through are you I've, on it? I've read the entire script. Yeah. Yeah. I actually read it like a year ago. Okay. You're not kidding. Damn it. No, <laughs> no, it's the worst thing in the world. No, sorry, no, 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 that came out the wrong way. No, 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 no. It, I uh, like, you were in a moment in time, no, Danny. Yeah, and now, no. What I meant was, it's to have that burden, sure, right? It is like, because you can't talk to anyone about it. Yeah, I'm not even supposed to talk to the other people that were in the room on the team that read it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like do not discuss this. Right. Yeah. And like Star Wars means so much to my family. It's like a film that I grew up, you know, it's like it's like morals and principles that my father instilled with us through <laughs> Star Wars, like and my father wants to know and hey, I can't tell you and you know uh, well, you're you know you you truly are on uh, a Jedi on the light side of the Force because you know you should <laughs> fall to temptation, but you're not Johnny. I'm like, thanks, Dad. And but yeah, it is. Uh, so now to to actually say. I think that the film that Kathleen and JJ are going to put out this holiday, people are going to love. I think Star Wars fans are really going to love. Hmm. Um, and I am no, I am no expert by any means on reading a Hollywood script. Sure. Um, so I, you know, I couldn't read Pirates of the Caribbean script and tell you if it's a great movie or not. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm not that expert. What I can tell you is that reading that, I like shouted like hell yeah like three <laughs> or four times. And was so excited reading it. I mean, I, I read it so fast, mm-hmm. and uh, I I think it's spectacular. And I hope I you know I hope other people will too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. it's not my it's not my thing. It's my JJ's thing, but it's uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's... but it's cool. But the playset, yeah, for, uh <laughs> Star Wars: The Force Awakens is going to be released in conjunction with the film, and. Um, and we actually had all of the uh, the voice actors from the film reprise their roles. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, which yeah. is cool. Like, so we did this D twenty three thing a while, like a few weeks ago. Yeah. And um, uh, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley were uh, they came up, they joined us up on stage and uh, unveiled their figures for the game. And like the craziest thing was, so the day before we did that big on stage presentation, uh, the PR team was like, "Hey, since they're going to be on stage with you and Blackburn, mm-hmm. would really really like to have you guys meet them." And then, um, you know, it's just so it doesn't feel awkward. Like, you guys have actually met and talked before and sure. that kind of thing. So, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So, um, you know, we went to, like, a secret location uh, at the park where they were uh, and doing interviews with, you know, different parts of media. And then we, like, walked in there. And the first thing John Boyega said was, hey, 
I'm actually a huge Infinity fan. Real awesome. quick question. Uh, will my toy boxes from 2.0 transfer over to 3.0 <laughs> via cloud save and Disney ID? And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> That's this fantastic. dude is a man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool because this was like the first time you know, uh, a relatively famous actor. I'm going to be a, a huge actor. Yeah, when right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was just like, yeah, I love your game. Play it all the time. Play it with the kids. Yeah, and, actually, and, and Angelina Jolie was another one. Yeah. like her kids, uh, her and Brad's kids um, play all the time. So, awesome. That's great. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Cool. Moment in time. A moment in time, Johnny. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to spend another moment in time with this you pretty is so soon professional. here. Like this has been this so is, professional. It's, it's, when I stand up, it does this. This, this is like is so strange. This is like a weird channeling Rich Gallup, like you know, two thousand six style uh, type Where of is thing. Rich Gallup, right uh, Rich Gallup is working on a Star Trek yeah. game. Oh. right now, well, so I'm you guys on. should probably fight. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, a fine CBS property, I might add. Is it CBS property? Yeah. Good job. See, look at you doing yeah. good. You've been trained very well yourself. Oh Jeff. yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's awesome. talk about two broke girls a little bit. No, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we get those characters? Yeah. Uh, all right, man. We're going to let you get on to your next thing. How long are you on the road? When do you get back home? Uh, so I go home tomorrow night, and then I'm in Los Angeles on Friday, and then I go out of town again uh, Friday night. I was going to say, I get to I get to L.A. Friday afternoon, and I'm there all weekend. What are you doing this weekend? We're going to the L.A. Pod Fest and putting on a show down there in, oh! in, in at the Sofitel in Beverly Hills or I something like that. So, yeah. I could have stayed. I'm just... I'm Going out of town this weekend, I'm like, oh, the, that's be kind of the, fun. The contracts got signed, I think, like two days ago. So oh, it's really? like one of those things where it's like, is this happening or not? And yeah, apparently it is. So when's the next time we all get to hang out? Uh, I don't know. We got to talk about game of the year stuff. I've been talking to oh, Lang yeah. about some of the the <laughs> musical end of that. Oh yeah, uh, I um, that's funny. You know, that is a true Just Blaze beat that we no, rocked on last year. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I have to reach out to him actually. See if he's got anything else. Yeah, in the tank. If, uh, see if we can do that. That was kind of fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that would be. Fun. Yeah, we definitely have to do that and not do it in in like one night. You know, Lang and I did that in one night. Right. At Iron Galaxy, I think we started at seven thirty p.m. and then wrapped at <laughs> four o'clock a.m. Oh wow! And then Lang actually mixed the entire thing. Which okay. Is so yeah. Funny. A professional so, audio mixer, Dave. Yeah. I mean, he's got a podcast now, so he's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam called me on the phone one time. I was so mean. He called me on the phone. He's like, do you know Dave Lang has a podcast? And I was like, no, I didn't. Like, what, can I subscribe to it? Like, can I listen to it? Like, I was generally intrigued for a friend that's doing that. Adam's yeah. like, ah, oh, listen to how dumb this is. <laughs> like, whatever, Adam. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. No, uh, I only, listen, I only listen to it when he's talking about me. So, so yeah, we should we should definitely do another one of those if if that's okay with you guys. That's, that's fine by me. And then um, are you going to go to PSX? It's here, so oh, yeah. yeah. It's up the street. Totally it's up the street, so we'll be here. You yeah. guys should throw a giant bomb party. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do for that. Uh, yeah, yeah we're, we're thinking about, or I'm starting to think about that stuff, but that's like... Are you going to throw a party, though? I mean, now that you said that, like, I'll, I'll at least think about <laughs> so, it. But. So everyone's making fun <laughs> yeah. of me at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Cliffy B was there. Um, with his with his wife uh, mm-hmm. Lauren, and I just remember the next morning, everyone's like, "The hell was wrong with you last time?" Like, what oh, are you no. talking about? They're like, you kept trying to convince Cliffy B to throw a party at his house in uh, North Carolina <laughs> and to fly everyone into town. <laughs> it's like you confuse him with Notch, and I'm like, "Whatever, man, he is Notch. He's way more popular than Notch." Like, like no, like, <laughs> like, what were you thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Like, somehow in that moment in time. 
time it made sense. It made you guys should throw a huge party. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Why aren't you throwing a party? Right. We'll all come into town. All right. Well, we'll think about throwing a party. I, I'll, then. I'll co-throw a party with you. For, it probably needs to not be a Disney sponsored party. But that's. I don't think that Disney would want to get on board with anything <laughs> yeah. with anything that we're doing ever. So. Uh, all right. That's why someone's behind yeah. me. All right. We're gonna wrap it up here. All right, John. Thanks for coming through. Thanks for thanks for having both of you guys. And um, yeah. thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. You're welcome anytime, Jason. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you. And uh, we'll thanks for being a fan of Infinity too. Happy to. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.